Hi there, welcome to Michael on the Go, and I'm your host, Michael Gennady. Setting a preservation lock with your data retention policies. So, um, you know, one of the things I've been talking to a lot of clients about when I'm on site is this whole idea around setting content so that it's preserved. And traditionally, a lot of these orgs have used legal hold, you know, with exchange on premise, and they've used all kinds of different tools to achieve that. But as they move to Office 365, there becomes some new and I would say better options, right, than just doing traditional uh, legal hold around an object. Because let's face it, legal hold is great, but who has the capacity to change those legal hold? Well, your tenant admins for one, right? So we have folks within an org, and I'm sure they're great people. We have great people at Microsoft doing that with ours, and I'm sure the same is the case at yours. However, when we're talking about a legal compliance standpoint, um, sometimes, especially with some SEC regulations, there is a need to be able to ensure that content that is held cannot be affected by anyone, including your tenant admins. That's where a preservation lock comes in. So. In Office 365, when you go and you set a data retention policy, you can walk through and you create the name of the retention policy, identify the stores, uh, it could be exchange, it could be just some users or a user, etc. that's there, or you could do everyone and exclude someone or just do everyone. You can do it in SharePoint and Sites. You can do it around Office 365 groups, so you're grabbing that stuff from Teams, the stuff underneath. Um, we also have it for uh, public folders and Skype, right? So there's all this great preservation we can do. But when you go through, you set, you know, the time, how long you want it for. Uh, by the way, indefinite is an option. So it can be, you know, forever. That's an option in it. Um, but you can set around, you know, anything from day, uh, you know, days, weeks, months, years, whatever the case is. You can set up your preservation and your retention period that you want, the stores that you want it on. When you finish the policy though, if you look at the screen that you'll get on the right-hand side and scroll down, there is an option to edit around preservation lock. Now by default, that is off. That means you can turn the policy off and then you can delete the policy. But if you have compliancy requirements or your security or legal folks want to ensure that that stuff is held no matter what, there is an option to turn that preservation lock on. When you do so, that's it. It cannot be turned off. So if you wanted to have it turned off, you'd have to initiate a service request with Microsoft um, to go in and do that. I mean, your admins, your tenant admins, your highest level administrators can't turn it off. So it ensures that no matter what, the content that you want to ensure is being held in a secure store for retrieval, for e-discovery, auditing, all that good stuff is held there until such period as you determined within that policy, irrespective of anything even a tenant admin might want to do. So preservation locks, think about using data retention policies instead of just legal holds. It's more flexible. It also gives you that absolute assurance with a preservation lock that that data will be held and cannot be released even by a tenant admin.
just some food for thought with that. This is Michael on the go. But you have a great day. Take care. And as always, ciao.